Trigger warning! We're going to be talking about body dysmorphia. Yes. (laughs) I'm sorry, you cleared your throat and I... It's not a funny topic. Okay. We're going to be talking about that at some point. We're not leading with that. At some point during the episode, we will be talking about this topic. But right now, how are you guys doing? (laughs) How are you doing, Liz? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Lex? I'm okay. (laughs) You're okay? Are you excited about our podcast today? I, I am excited to talk about this topic because I have a lot to say about it. Oh, yeah. Um, but also, I feel like we had to get a little bit drunker, like more drunk than <laughs> yeah, usual to kind of get through it as okay, well. Okay, I don't think that was intentional, though. No, we, it wasn't. It wasn't. No, so we are having a little Taco Tuesday. Yes. Which, this is rare for us to record on a Tuesday. We normally record on, on the weekend, like on Friday. Usually on uh, Friday, we make it like a full day, like a girls' night, and we record, and we drink, yeah. and just have a fun little time. Normally, we do do that, but we had a lot going on this weekend, so... Yeah, there was a lot going on, and... So we're recording on a Tuesday, and we had some tacos and some guac, and we're drinking... Margaritas! Margaritas! And specifically... We are actually, this this margarita recipe actually comes courtesy of my friend Haley's dad. Hey, girl. <laughs> hey, Haley. I'm sure your dad's not listening to this, so just tell him. <laughs> oh, God, oh, God. Just let him know we mentioned him. Yeah. His name's John Folk. I'm sure he won't care. <laughs> no, no, no. He'll love it. Oh, really? Like, yeah, I feel like he oh, would I'm love sorry. using his recipe. Well, then what's up, man? <laughs> hey, John. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so he actually gave us his recipe for what he calls Cadillac margaritas. Ooh, and boy, are they strong. Yeah, that's that's why we're feeling a little extra today. Um, he, yeah, so I guess I should give him the recipe, huh? Yeah, well, okay. also, um, we're kind of, like, doing a little twist, like, with the title of the name of the podcast and then also, like, with the name of the margarita. Well, they, so, know, they know that because they read the they read the title. Well, no. Okay, they're seeing the title, but they don't know the name of the margarita. We're about to tell them the name of the margarita. Well, the name of the margarita... <laughs> you good? The name of the margarita is Cadillac Margaritas. Yes, but we're I was... calling it the... You're right. We're calling it something different. Bitch. But I have to give credit to the creator. No, I know, I know. <laughs> Which we did. We gave credit to the creator but also what what kind of like sparked this whole idea was we were like scrolling like through the internet yeah we and i was like this. what would be like a good name for a margarita and then i saw it was i think it was like from the uk or something it was yes, yeah it was from that restaurant it was like some restaurant and they're like oh we make these mirror margaritas
Canada's, and they're clear. Which I don't know how they do that. I don't know how they do it either. I don't. They have some special. It was like you could you could buy it. Like they didn't tell you like how to make it, but you could buy it. But like we're not gonna do that. Made our own and yeah. So it's kind of like a an ode to that, and then also to like Kaylee's dad. Um, but yeah, we, we thought it was fitting just cause like if, if we're talking about body dysmorphia, obviously like mirrors are involved. Are they? <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's like mirror, mirror on the wall, but instead it's like mirror, mirror, margarita because a margarita is all you need. Right. Margarita makes you happy. Body dysmorphia does not. You know what makes you happy? Tacos, margaritas, yeah. and guac. Yes. Which we had all three. We did have all three. That was three things. (laughs) My hidden talent, guys, is actually... Yo! (laughs) Yes. Is actually making guacamole. This is... I I don't know if it's actually hidden talent. I'm pretty sure I tell every single person that I meet that this is my quote hidden talent. She literally makes... Liv makes the best guacamole I've ever had in my entire life. When I was in college, my old roommate and I used to do this thing called guac in five. (laughs) Where I would make guac and I would explain it all in five minutes. Um, it sometimes takes longer than five minutes, but usually not. It's always very good. Like I've never had guac like that you've made that hasn't been like on point. Wow. Yeah, I know. Maybe I just haven't shared like the guac with you that hasn't been on point, but well, I'd probably eat that too. Honestly, (laughs) I do my best to make it amazing every time. Yeah. Well, it is. So congratulations. Thank you. I do my best to provide for this family in the ways that I can. (laughs) <laughs> oh man anyway but, anyway okay let me tell you guys let's tell them the drink and then we can talk about our family more okay um so cadillac margaritas or mirror mirror margaritas whatever you want to call them it's really just a margarita so basically what you're going to do is you're going to take a about two ounces of whatever tequila that you want we, we were used, using yeah we used um es- espolon is which is say that? i think so yeah okay. it's it's amazing. It has like it's the really good. as the skull, and he's like riding a, a chicken. He's riding a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> on it's the, on the bottle. But it's I remember using artistic. this. Uh, oh my god, I was gonna say vodka. I mean, I did use a lot of that in college. <laughs> I used this tequila in college a lot because it's really good. It's good tasting no, it tequila. It's good, like, and yeah, it's even reasonably priced. Yeah, yeah, and it's clear. So yeah, we did about two ounces of that, mm-hmm. and then what you're gonna do is a half ounce of triple sec, which is just an orange liqueur. We actually use Contro because that's what we have. Yeah, here. we just use that in everything because that's what we usually use for um, like Cosmos too. Yeah, yeah, we like Contro, um, so that's what we normally have on hand. But yeah, it can be—I'm sure it can be any orange liqueur you have. But Haley's dad specifically recommends triple sec. Yeah, and then you're gonna do a little squirt of agave nectar. Um, we didn't have agave, so we did simple syrup that we made ourselves. Yeah. Because we're crafty. Well, we tried. We did try honey at first. It and it was so strong. It didn't dissolve correctly. Yeah. yeah. It was like, if you guys saw the last like Instagram <laughs> post that we put up. It, it was, was so <laughs> sour. My face has never puckered that hard in my entire well, life. I think there was a couple problems. For one, the limes that we had weren't very juicy. So I ended up dumping a bunch of lime juice into the shaker. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I didn't measure. So didn't you just add like, no wait? Didn't you add like lemons? Into I the added show? lemon too because I was, was like lot. the limes aren't working. The lemon, yeah, I just I it was went like really lemon and lime, and it was a lot of like sour juices in like one. It was a little bit cocktail. too much. Yeah. Anyway, okay, back to the recipe. <laughs> 
You guys can always look these up on our Instagram, by the way. Yeah, we'll always put <laughs> it up we there. Because we suck at explaining them. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. You're doing the tequila, the triple sec, and then you're doing agave nectar or Ooh. simple syrup, whatever you want, and then you do the juice from one lime. Now, if your lime is juicy enough, it should be about one ounce of lime juice. If it doesn't come out to that much, your lime's not juicy enough. So just go ahead and add a little bit extra. And then what you're going to do is you're going to add ice to your shaker, shake it up until it gets nice and frosty and chilled, and then pour it into a whiskey glass Ooh. with ice in it and like rim it. You know how to rim it with with the lime and the salt. Yeah. Do that like you would any margarita. And then the uh, little twist at the end is Haley's dad tops it with a floater, Ooh. a half ounce floater of Grand Marnier, which is also just another kind of orange liqueur. We just we used the and we used again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I like I've had it the way that Haley's dad makes it before, and it is excellente. Um, but we don't, we didn't have all that, we didn't have all that stuff. No, nah, we're, we're balling on a bitches, budget, so. so. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, oh, we'll just use the same one. It's a, it does the same thing. We're just two broke bitches. Have you seen that show? Yeah, I have. Wait, why are we kind of that? Oh my God, wow. Wait. Are we just realizing that now? By Caroline and your, what's the other girl's name? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't either, but she's I never ass. like religiously watched it. I didn't either. I just kind of watched it when it was like, when it was on. When it was on, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. Or, like, I, I think it was on, like, it was always one of the things that they offered on, like, airplanes, too. Yeah. Yo, yeah, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah That's yeah. when I would watch it. Wow. That and Millionaire Matchmaker. That's I'm when I was watching dead. She said, this is my future. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, if you're a millionaire and you want to date me. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, Yes. Go to, go to our Instagram, Proceed with Caution Pod. Actually, um, no. <laughs> her picture's on there. This isn't the kind of business we're running. <laughs> oh, God. No, no, what? no. I already have a boyfriend, and her name is Lexus. That's true, yeah. I technically have two boyfriends. Yeah. Yeah. It's just alternating. It's alternating. Like, right now, in this moment, I'm your boyfriend. Yeah. But as soon as you're here your right actual now. boyfriend shows up. Yeah, which he's coming later tonight. <laughs> Yeah, so once he gets here, like, I'll hand you over. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We accept it. Um, yeah, he knows have, the drill. We have an arrangement, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and oh, tomorrow? No. <laughs> and then tomorrow, I'm yours. <laughs> You're mine. <laughs> You're mine, bitch. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. Um, but, no, we wanted to also talk about, too, like, um, like being in quarantine originally being in quarantine because now we're we're like kind of out of it we're still I like feel like it still is like fluctuating it is fluctuating it's crazy I mean I'm still in quarantine so like you're back Alexis is I'm, back I'm work. back in work yeah but you're like going back into your little retail job and everything yeah. and I'm still working from home because of the nature of my work I don't really need to go to right. the office. Um, so I guess just like depending on your situation and like what you do for a living, you're either like working from home mm-hmm. or you're going into work, but maybe it's like limited hours. Um, but yeah, just like on the topic of um, like body dysmorphia too, like we we were saying like, oh, well during quarantine, it's kind of hard to like continue to like eat healthy and exercise and or just even like feel like you have any sense of like your normal routine. Yeah. Like, I know for me, like I feel like the way that I I love to get exercise, like when I when I do work out, which we all know <laughs> hasn't been happening during quarantine. Although I did start working out again today. Yes. Babe. So I went back 
it's gonna happen and I'm gonna start going twice a week that's the goal that's good that we're setting for ourselves but um yeah I will say like for me the way that I normally love to work out is I love to take like classes like I know that's yeah. so bougie but I'm no, not it's fun though. I'm that bitch that loves to go to like a boutique class like I love like a Berry's boot camp or like an oh, orange I love theory Barry's boot camp. yeah Fuck. or like orange theory or like when I was in Nashville I used to do this thing called camp gladiator which we can't they don't have it in New York but remember when you signed I us tried. up for it <laughs> you dead ass signed us up for it and we never took we didn't take one class no, no, no. we signed it up for because Okay, it does. They don't actually have Camp Gladiator in New York, but because of quarantine, they were doing like online classes, like a specialty thing. Yeah, and they were doing it where you could you could go online, and no matter where you're at in the world, you could take a class online, yeah. right? So I did. I signed us up for a month of it, and then I never did it because I don't like it online. I don't. Like I know it, it's workouts. not the same. It's not the same. No, I love I love going to a class and like walking in there for an hour and it being like a different environment and having like an instructor and like everyone's doing the same thing and I don't have to like think that hard about it because yeah. like they're just telling me exactly what to do and like my mind is occupied for that time. Yeah and, and you're then, not worried about like what other people are like doing and like also like if they're looking at you because also like yeah. gym anxiety is like a big thing as well. Oh I get terrible gym anxiety. I know you do. No I know we've Girl, talked about it. you gotta go it. in and like not give a fuck. That's what I do. No even today when I was working out today someone yeah. else came into the gym. Oh no. Yeah and they had like a trainer. Oh no. Which I was there like training with a friend too yeah. but like the, the other person came in and had a trainer and the whole time I was like Oh my god. Like, oh, is shit. my form correct? Like am I doing this right? Like do no. I look like an idiot? Everyone okay, everyone who goes to the gym literally don't worry about what other people think because everyone's too involved with themselves. No one else is looking at you. I, I literally promise you, no one else is looking but at see, you. See, it's so easy to say that and then when you're someone who's like anxious about the I way know. that like your body looks, or like maybe you don't work out regularly or don't like know a lot about yeah. how your body is supposed to move correctly. Like I've literally driven like went back when I wasn't living in New York I would drive to the gym obviously mm-hmm. and I've literally like driven to the gym before and sat in the parking lot for like 30 minutes and cried because I was too afraid Stop. to go in. oh my god that makes I me know. sad so it's like I have this really strong desire to get exercise but for whatever reason like traditional gyms just I can't do it like I get yeah. so freaked out because I'm I just am so insecure because I don't know I don't know what I'm doing and like I'm well aware that I don't know what I'm doing like mm-hmm. I would just be walking in there and like usually if I do like build up the courage to go into a gym I'll just like go on the treadmill for 20 minutes and then I'll leave because that's like the most comfortable thing I could do yeah the treadmill or like the elliptical or a bike love a good elliptical I love I love the elliptical honestly. I love the elliptical too it, it takes like less pressure off of like your ankles yeah I kind of wish we had an elliptical in our like little gym downstairs yeah all we have is the the treadmill and the bike I don't I I can't get that bike to work for some reason I haven't even tried. I always do the treadmill, but today the treadmill seemed like it was broken. And really, I it used took... it. I used it when I came home from work. Well, I fixed it. Did you? Yeah. Thanks, bitch. No, I was trying. I was literally staring at it for the longest time because it had like a system error, and I, I like rebooted it and had to do this I'm whole dead. thing. Yeah. No, I did. I took like a class, on, or it was like one of those like like guided run things. Yeah. Oh, guys, we have a fancy. It's we have the, a really it's fancy It's the Nordic treadmill. track. It's so oh, is that nice. What it is? Yeah, it's the Nordic track. Okay. It's so nice. It has I, like classes on it. Yeah, I've always well, no, it's they they have the classes on it, but now for some reason, I don't know if someone tried to like or like the membership ended or something with it, but like it's like a bunch of classes are locked now. Like you can't. I saw that. You can't take them. No, I saw and that. And the ones that I was taking, like the harder ones, I can't take them anymore. I was no. like, "Why?" 
No, see, that wouldn't affect me because you know what the ones I do are is like a nice walk through Brazil. No. <laughs> it's, like, it's like this guide and she's like, oh, we're going to walk across the street now. And I'm like, okay. I did. What was like, like, I did like a ran. I did like a, like a, it was like a recovery run one day, like when yeah. my body was really sore. So it was like at like a jogging pace for, it was like for like the 5.0, like yeah, basically yeah, yeah. like jogging for like almost like the whole time. So it was like nice. And it was like a, a jog through Japan. I was like, oh, wow. I was like so cultured. Like, wow. wow. No, yeah, that's what, that's, it's nice because they have them in like the different yeah. countries and you get to like, they actually just, like, show you. Along. Yeah, you're like following a real person, just, you know, virtually. I like it. I like it too. It's really nice. But yeah. anyway. <laughs> get an off track. Anyway, all that to say, working out, I don't, like, at least for me, has been harder during quarantine. Yeah. I think. What made things easier for me once I left New York, because I did, like, mm-hmm. technically quarantine at home. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents also have, like, a little gym, like, down their basement. So, like, I had that to at least, like, do. Like, they had, like, workout yeah. stuff downstairs. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. They had, like, a, a bike with classes, so I would, like, do that. And they had, like, an elliptical. A it wasn't a Peloton. It was oh. an Echelon. Oh. Yeah. It was nice. I like it. Um, and they, they have, like, free weights and, like, all mm-hmm. that. So I would do that. And then also, like, I would take, like, dance classes, like, the, all, like, the Zoom dance classes, like, online. Right, Like, right. going real hard towards, like, the beginning of quarantine. Towards the end, I was slacking. Really? Before before I came back to New York. Yeah. Yeah. I was, like, I am so over looking at a screen yeah. and dancing like it would hurt my eyes yeah i was just like the fuck which now you're back you're back in like your i'm back in person classes, which thank is nice. god yeah which i feel like that does make it i feel like for you for you it is like a little bit easier because you have that extra push with dance to like mm-hmm. keep you kind of a little bit more active and then also like going to work every day like i think people underestimate like okay commuting to work and then like being on your feet all day yeah. at, like a retail job like that keeps you just like more active in general. I feel like I've and been our struggling. store is like we have a shit ton of floor, so I'm running up and down. Yeah, the you're staff. up and down the stairs. Yeah. That's true. It's like three, three floors, three or that's four. That's I floors. feel like that's a New York thing too. It is. Like yeah. we have a lot of retail stores like have multiple flo- floors, like multiple floors, yeah. just because of like the way that our buildings are designed. Yeah, exactly. They're like narrow but tall, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I miss that. Like, I mean, I, before quarantine happened I mean obviously like I still worked a desk job so I spent a lot of the time like Mm. sitting at my desk every day but I would still like get on my feet like you know I'd go on walks usually during lunch or like in the afternoon like I'd go and get coffee and like walk to get coffee and like you know of course like walking to and from work was nice but like now it's just like okay I get up and I you know walk to the living room (laughs) I walk to the kitchen (laughs) and I like get my coffee and I chill for a minute and then I just like sit here and do my work all day and it's like sometimes I like never even have a reason to leave the house which can get really depressing and also when you're just sitting around all day I feel like I don't know about everyone else but I feel like I like sit around and I like snack all day long oh my god yeah yeah I I've noticed too especially which is like so bad like when I'm at work like I just won't really eat like at all like I'll, I'll just be distracted and then when I'm on my break I'm like starving at that point I'm like fuck and then like I usually won't bring enough food with me and I'm like yeah. all right cool and then that and like I won't drink enough water either and I'm like so fucking dehydrated by the time I come back home I know it's because I get so distracted and I'm worried about like getting enough stuff done in a certain amount of time that yeah. I just like lose track of time and then you see I come home and I'm literally like binging. you're like starving you're like oh my god I yeah need to I'm like everything. fuck 
fuck. I'm like, okay. No, see, and like I do that, but like throughout the day, like I'll be like, I'll like have breakfast when I get up in the morning, and then I'll be sitting here for like an hour, and I'll be like, mm, I really want like some chips or like yeah. or some popcorn. It's always the chips. Yeah, like some dumplings. Like oh, so dumplings in the freezer. We yo, we've been going a, through a, a huge pot sticker phase. Oh, we Let love me tell them. you. And then we have that place on the street that has oh. the too. Yo, <laughs> these dumplings are so fucking good. They're so good, but one, they're so overpriced. Oh, hundred percent. They're so small. Yeah. They're little. They're, They're so little. little. Baby I was so hungry after we ate. Like what yeah, was, we we did like a combined one so we could share. And we did like twenty dumplings, so we had ten each. Yeah, and then we also had fries. Yeah, and the dumplings were so small. It did not feel like ten. dumplings No, I was still all. hungry. I think we did eat after that. Even I don't remember. I think we snacked or something. Yeah, that's what we normally do. Yeah, but anyway, all this was having us talking about how like. You know, a lot of people have been throwing around the term, like, the quarantine 15. Yeah. And I saw that. I mean, I remember even early on in quarantine, like, the first month or so, like, I saw people being like, oh, have you gained the quarantine 15? Which, of course, is, like, you know, a reference to, like, the freshman 15. In college, and yeah. for me, like, early on in the quarantine, I'm, I'm snacking a lot more now. I feel like I did it the opposite way around. I was so... <laughs> Because when I'm depressed, I actually, like, don't eat at That's all. That's how like, I am, I too. get so just, like, anxious and I can't yeah. put food in my body. You have no, like, appetite at all. Yeah. So I didn't experience that early on in quarantine. But now I'm, like, I don't feel like I've been gaining a ton of weight. But I just, like, I snack constantly and I'm not, like, very active. And, like, I'm starting to feel just kind of, like. Lethargic. Yeah, lethargic. And, you know, like, you sometimes you look in the mirror and you're, like that like body dysmorphia comes back up that like oh yeah and you're like oh like why why am I like this like why am I soft and smushy and like <laughs> why am I soft and smushy you know what I mean like because you're no, just like laying around all the time and yeah there's not like a lot going on but I've been thinking about like how toxic it is that like I know it's a joke like the quarantine 15 is a joke you know like and we're all like in some ways trying to to bond or connect with each other yeah this like common struggle but it does like trigger, at least for me, like some very Bad, real like, insecurities. Yeah. 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 It's just like very real insecurities and like and, and it gets me into this mindset where I'm like, oh my God, like it's so bad that I'm eating more or that I'm snacking more or it's bad that I'm not working out enough. And it like yeah. it sends you into this like shame spiral mm-hmm. instead of just like being able to appreciate and like love the body that you're in. If that makes sense. No, it does. I know I've definitely like struggled with that as well. I was doing better um when I was home because like my parents cook like really healthy meals so I was definitely like on a better track I feel like when I was home and I wasn't like thinking about it as much Mm -hmm. and then I came back here and I realized I was like oh like okay like I need to like figure out my diet again and then I was like thinking about like dieting again and then I was like thinking about dance because then like dance also like kind of sends me down like the spiral as well because there's like this so like this very big unrealistic like image that you're supposed to like uphold like with dance too specifically yeah which like I always make a joke like this is why I'm a hip-hop dancer not a ballerina because I'm not a stick (laughs) so I always make that joke I'm like yeah I have an ass so like I'm not gonna be a ballerina but like you're thick in the right place (laughs) Ain't nobody complaining about that. What that ass do? <laughs> she said, "What that ass do, though?" <laughs> I'm just saying, like when Alexis and I moved in together, it's so funny because I have spent years of my life, years 
like believing so strongly that my ass is the best quality about me. Like I'm Fuck. like, oh yeah, I have cake. Like I'm, I'm. She said, cake, cake, cake. That cake. booty's popping, you know. <laughs> and I spent my whole life like holding on to that. And then I met Alexis, and I literally the first day we moved in together, I looked at her and I was like, oh, so that's what a real ass. <laughs> I was like, I thought I had something going on. Shut up. You have a nice ass, too. I mean, yeah. She's nice, but, like... She's nice. <laughs> she's nice, but yours is really popping, like... Thank you. In, in the right way, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, God. It's toned. You gotta dance your ass. <laughs> you should see my mom's ass. I will in a few weeks. I get it from my mom. <laughs> yeah, you will. Hi, Guys, mom. Olivia's coming to Thanksgiving. Yeah, we're gonna do proceed. We're gonna do a Thanksgiving proceed with caution. We are. Yeah, it's live gonna be from, epic. Live from Alexa's house. Family. Yeah, from the house. Inuchi clan. <laughs> my sister also might come on as well, which will be very. Oh fun. yes, I'm yeah. so excited for that. And your dad can make us the drinks for that week. We'll give him a shout he, out. He already says we have full access to the bar, so thanks, yeah. Dad. Well, and he sent us a bunch of really creative drink names, so I fully expect that he'll be following through yeah. with some impressive cocktails. Oh, yeah. Big time. And also food. Oh, the food's going to be phenomenal, I already know. Well, speaking of dance. <laughs> uh, yeah. All righty. Let's. I guess let's, let's get into let's, it. Let's dive into the, the topic. topic. All right. So, my... Like, yeah. Well, no, what were you going to say first before? Oh, I was just going to say, I feel like you, specifically because of dance mm-hmm. and that booty that won't quit, <laughs> Fuck. you have some thoughts on oh, yeah. this topic. Oh, I do. <laughs> oh, I uh, do. <laughs> she said Okay, so it started, like, a while back, I would say, beginning of high school, or, like, I I don't know if I was actually still, I think I was still in middle school, actually. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was still in middle school, and I got accepted into, I won't say, like, what program it was, Mm -hmm. Um, I got accepted into this really, like, big, prestigious ballet school, and I was so excited um it was basically just like a summer program Mm -hmm. um so I got accepted I was like oh my god like this is so exciting I'm gonna like broaden my knowledge of dance and like make my technique better and like just was really excited to start so I remember starting like the first day and we were all like you know ballet, it's like the tights, the pink tights, the leotard, the ballet <laughs> bun, the ballet shoes, you oh, know, yes, and remember. the point shoes. We love. Um, so we started, and right off the bat, I already knew this one ballet teacher I was not going to get along with, mm-hmm. like, at all. I was like, all right, I was like, I'm already, like, kind of turned off by, like, the way she's, like, talking to everyone. I was like, mm-hmm. okay. So we're at the bar. And she keeps coming over to me, and I'm like, okay. The bar, like the ballet bar. The ballet bar, yeah. Not not <laughs> the, uh, you know, the regular bar that we like to. No, like the bar that they hold on to and, like, yeah. put their legs on and shit. <laughs> Mind you, this was middle school. I could not drink then. Um, so we're, like, we're at the ballet bar, and... <laughs> And she keeps, like, coming over. And, like, usually for ballet teachers, it's normal to, like, to touch your students, to kind of, like, not, like, hit them, but, like, tap them to, like, if if your leg is bent, like, it's, they tap your leg to, like, straighten your leg and all Mm -hmm. that. 
So she kept coming over to me, like, specifically and, like, tapping my butt to, like, tuck it under. Which, like, in ballet, you're not technically supposed to tuck your butt. Like, that's, it's just not. It basically, for, for a ballerina, like, the perfect body is, like, flat chest, flat butt, long legs, long neck. Mm-hmm. That's, like, the ideal, like, ballerina body. Obviously, I have an ass. <laughs> so, like, my butt is going to stick out, like, slightly, like, while I'm at the bar. So she kept, like, trying to push, literally push my butt, like, under. So, Ugh. like, it wouldn't be sticking out. And I literally remember just, like, looking at her. And I was just like, it's, it's, that's as far as it's going to go. Yeah, like, like it's I, just, it's doing, it, it's it, doing what it's, it does. Yeah, I was like, I, unless you want me to literally, I didn't say, I did not say this. Unless you want me to chop my ass off, like, that's <laughs> as far as it's going to, like, tuck under. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like. This went on, and I remember, like, going through, like, the classes, and I had, like, a like a pretty decent experience, like, overall. And then towards the end of the intensive, um, I remember her, like, talking to me, and then also, like, talking in front of my mom, too. So, like, my mom was there as well to, like, witness this. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, like, looked at me, and she said... She was like, you will never make it in the dance industry with your body type. And that destroyed me. Well, yeah, especially, like, at such an impressionable young age. Like, that's literally when you're already – I feel like middle school is when you're already starting to, like, become more aware of your body. Yeah. It's, like, it's changing. Like, you're going through puberty. Yeah, exactly. And definitely, like – for you to be in that kind of industry where they're literally looking for this, like, ideal, unattainable... Yeah, well, that, and you're also looking at the mirror and, like, picking apart yourself every single time you go into dance. Yeah, like, you're already giving yourself such a hard critique. Yeah. And then for someone else to say something like that is just completely... For, for a full-grown adult to say that to, I think it was, like, 11 or 12-year-old child. horrible. I was like, oh... So, like, that kind of, like, sunk in, and my mom, like, looked at me, and she was like, you will never do this program ever again. Yeah, hell no. Like, my mom was so upset I'd pull my kid out so fast, too. I'd be like, you're beautiful and perfect. (laughs) Did I really anyone talk about your body? No one should be talking about your body ever. (laughs) You're healthy and strong. (laughs) Yeah, so then from, from that moment on, that's what triggered my body dysmorphia so like I didn't realize like anything was wrong with my body until like a full-grown adult told me so Mm -hmm. so literally every time I went into dance which used to be my safe space I would literally look in the mirror and like want to cry because I was just so upset with how I looked because also too like growing up um like I would like compare my body to like all the other girls in my class I'm very short I'm like five one and a half five two on a good day (laughs) On a good day. So I would look around and I would like most of my friends were like taller than me. So yeah. like I would look at them and I'd be so upset because they were all like tall and skinny mm-hmm. and I was not. I was like not that I was like fat, but I was like I was pretty like muscular. I've always been muscular, but like I equated that to being like chubby. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean like my younger self didn't see that as that. I yeah, saw it yeah. as like being fat. Um so, yeah, that basically, like, that stemmed, like, over the years to, like, that one comment literally just, like, set me down, like, this whole spiral. Um, so then it got worse when I went to high school. 
Um, so with high school specifically, I remember that was that was probably like the skinniest I was was high school. Um, so that's when I really started like extreme like dieting and I was like, okay, well, like I already knew like in high school, I was like, I want to go to college for dance. So like, I need to start dieting now if I want to be like a professional dancer. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, like this teacher told me like, which like this sounds so stupid saying it now, but like I believed in it so much when I was younger, I was like, okay, like if I, if I get down to this weight, if I count my calories, like if I have this many calories a day, if I don't have any sugar, if I do this, 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 and this, if I exercise every day, if I go to dance and then exercise after and then do this to the extreme, then I'll have a successful career. Yeah. And that was so like driven through my head. No one can convince me otherwise. Yeah. So in high school, literally, I remember like my mom would like, my mom would pack me lunch. My mom was great. She would pack me lunch like, always, like, super healthy, I would wake up early in the morning to go to high school, and she'd be, like, oh, like, she would make me, like, breakfast, and I, I, I was hungry, but I would always be, like, oh, I'm not hungry, and then I would mm -hmm. go, I would go to school, like, have, like, a full day, lunchtime would come around, I would throw my lunch away, I wouldn't eat, oh, my God, and then I would come home, and then I would binge, yeah, and that's when it became a problem, so then I would come home, and I would binge eat, I never threw up, which was good. I was tempted to. I tried to make myself throw up a few times, but I never, like, actually, like, got to that point because I got scared. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, like, I'm not going to do it. So instead of throwing up, I would run on the treadmill. I would dance, and then I would come home, and then I would run five miles on the treadmill, and then I would, like, do abs. So basically, it was – I don't know what the term is for that exactly, but I would – over exercise to the extreme where it was basically like mm, I guess like anorexic tendencies mm -hmm. in a way so I would do that like go to dance for two three hours come home run do like a full like exercise and then go to bed and then repeat and right. do the same thing over and over and over and over again all throughout high school mm -hmm. high school was like probably the most extreme I was um and then I think my parents definitely ended up noticing um, my sophomore, junior year where, like, I I remember this one memory, like, vividly. It was junior year, I want to say. I think it was. And I was prom dress shopping. I feel like I remember you talking yeah. about this. Yeah. And so we were shopping and my mom was so excited to like help me find a dress for prom mm -hmm. and I was already like so anxious because like I from like a young age ever since that I hated trying on like whether it was like clothes or if mm -hmm. it was leotards or anything like that bathing suits bathing oh, oh my god I hated bathing, suit bathing suits yeah anything that I had to try on and walk out and show in front of my mom mm -hmm. or my sister I would literally want to cry like yeah. I could not I, I don't know, like, I mean, I know what I saw, like, in the mirror, like, wasn't actually what I looked like, but, like, in my head, I was, like, I'm literally the most disgusting person that's, like, ever lived, mm -hmm. and that was, like, so ingrained in my head at a young age that, like, I couldn't get past that, mm -hmm. so then I remember, so I went prom dress shopping, um, I found a dress, and I really loved it, I was, like, okay, like, I like it, but, like, in the back of my head, I was, like, okay, well, 
if I get Spanx, and this is a kid, like, this is literally a child, like, if I were to wear Spanx, I would look so much skinnier, and that's what went through my head, Yeah. and I was like, okay, and I literally told my mom, I was like, mom, I'm gonna get this dress, and I really like this dress, but I need you to buy me Spanx, and she, like, just looked at me, and she was like, what? She was like, what are you talking about? Like, she was like, you're literally, like, beautiful. Like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, like, I, I need, I need to do this because it's too form-fitting. Like, I can't, I can't wear this dress out in public. Right. And she, she just, she agreed at the time because she just, she was like, okay, like, whatever makes you feel comfortable. And then fast forward to prom night and my mom didn't end up getting, like, the Spanx for me. I had a full-blown panic attack and freak out because I literally did not want to go to prom because I felt like such a, a beached whale in oh, this prom no. dress. I ended up going anyway, but I well, literally... Like, we've looked back at the pictures now, and, like, yeah. you were so little. Yeah. yeah. No, I look at the pictures now, and I was like, oh, I literally look like I'm, like, zero Unhealthy. pounds. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's crazy. Like, looking back at it now, compared to, like, how I am currently. Um <laughs> Healthy. Healthy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so basically, like, all of that stemmed from a one triggering conversation with a dance teacher. Yeah. A teacher that is supposed to help you and literally steer you into, like, the right direction. Yeah. Not belittle you and fuck up your sense of self and the way that you think you're supposed to look in whatever, like, society's standards are. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's always something like that, though. Like, I mean, re- mm-hmm. like, if it hadn't been a teacher, like, it would have been a friend or, yeah. like, or a family a member or, or a guy. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like women specifically, and I'm not saying, like, men don't also feel the pressure. No, to they be, like, also do as well. Like, I think, yeah, I, I think there are a lot of men that feel definitely the pressure to be, like, physically you know, a certain way, like, muscular yeah. or whatever. They're but like, I oh, think, I have to have a six-pack, and I have to have, like, that cut, and I have yeah. to, like, you know. But I feel like especially with women, it's, like, we're so sexualized from a young age mm-hmm. that it's, like, we have this immense amount of pressure to, like, look and be a certain way to, like, be acceptable yeah. in society. To be desire, like, desirable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And especially, like, in middle school and high school, like, kids are mean. Like, yes, they are. Like, they you. And, oh my like, God. you're constantly comparing yourself to your other girlfriends. And, like, mm-hmm. some people, like, are late bloomers. Some people are early bloomers. And then that's, like, a whole other issue. Like, it's Oh, just... I was an ugly duckling. <laughs> cutest in middle school and then I mean obviously oh like, none I'm, of us were cute in middle no. school we've grown well, in the no. 90s okay. bitch. Like, literally, <laughs> literally yeah, now yeah. literally now Gen Z it's okay, like Gen they Z. all like adu- look like adults now I'm like what yeah, the fuck but Gen Z's parents are literally letting them get plastic surgery when they're like 15 years old like, it's crazy that's a I whole know. nother topic no but. I know I'm literally on TikTok every day and I'm like how old is this girl that's yeah. getting nose surgery like, no surgery <laughs> lip fillers like yeah, I can't even afford lip fillers. I'm like, over here like 25 years old. I'm like, oh, lip fillers seem cool. But no. Like, I can never. You have beautiful lips, Bean. I do my best. <laughs> but oh, no, man. I do just feel like there's just this immense amount of pressure put on us like from a very young age. And, there like, is, me, yeah. I feel like a lot of my issues with like my body and like my self-image, like I would say overall like – I stayed pretty healthy growing up. Like, I, I wouldn't say that I necessarily ever 
found myself in a position where I would say that like I struggled with necessarily like an eating disorder or anything there was definitely like so much insecurity built up around my body Mm. and if anything I found myself like when I was younger like I, I grew up in a very religious community right and so like as soon as I was old enough to start understanding like the changes in my body I was told like from a very young age like okay you need to keep this covered because if you reveal these different parts of yourself you need to be modest yeah you need to be modest you need to be this way you need to like behave you need to not cause like men to stumble like it was Mm. always this whole narrative of like well men can't control their urges because you are such a sexual being like just so fucked to say it's so fucked up because before i even ever had a sexual urge like before yeah. i even was old before enough you to, knew like, what that meant yeah before i was even old enough to like desire mm-hmm. a man that way yeah i like felt very strongly that my body was such a sexual thing that, like, I needed to protect it in every way possible. And so for me, like, that built up this image where it was like, okay, well, if boys look at me and all they see is, like, something that they want to have sex with, then I need to be desirable enough that a man will eventually want to have sex with me. Because if that's all I am, which, I mean, for so long in my mind, that was all that I felt I was. I was like, oh, okay, I'm just attractive. Like, I'm either attractive or I'm not. And if I'm not, then I'm never going to get married, right? So, like... So, like, I have to be attractive because I have, because in my mind, you know, at the time, like, when I was 13 years old, my my parents gave me a promise ring and said, hey, like, wait until you're married to have sex. So, I was like, okay, well, I have to be sexy regardless, and I have yeah. to be good looking because that way I can get married, and that way one day I can have sex, right? Like, it was all this, like, whole, like, chain of events that I had built up in my head. Mm. So, it just built all of these insecurities, and I remember, like, it, it was very related to, like, my church experience because I even have like vivid memories of like before I would go to youth group on Wednesday night. Yes, youth group. I would literally <laughs> <laughs> because okay, there was like a cute boy in my youth group that I yeah. had a crush on, right? Like when I was in middle school, and like before I would go, I remember I would literally sit in my room and I would like do high knees and like crunches. <gasps> For, like, an hour. Like, and I wouldn't eat. Like, I wouldn't eat all day the days that I was going to go to youth group. And then I would, like, do a shit ton of exercise right before I would go. Yeah. And I'd be in my room and my mom would be, like, knocking on my door. She'd be like, are you ready? And I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. And I'd literally be, like, doing high knees, like, (laughs) right before. (laughs) Like, right before I had to go because I was, like, so worried that I just, like, wasn't going to be, like, desirable, you know? Um, which is, it's such a weird conundrum because in my head I was like, be modest, but like still be sexy. attractive, yeah, <laughs> still be sexy. And so then eventually like that just grew into a lot of other issues where it was like my body dysmorphia took this place of like needing constant affirmation from people that like I was desirable mm. and like attractive. So like, I like, obviously the promise thing, the promise ring thing didn't work out for me. I mean, it didn't work out for the Jonas Brothers either, but no. <laughs> I don't think it worked out for a lot of people. No, no, no. But, like, eventually, like, when I did start, like, finding myself in more intimate situations with men, I just had so many insecurities about my yeah. body. And it was, like, then it became this, like, constant need for, like, affirmation about how mm. desirable I was and, like, how sexually attractive I was. And, like, if I didn't get that, then I would, like, you know, I would go through days of depression where I would starve myself. And it wasn't like, yeah. it wasn't like I had an eating disorder, like, you know, on a day-to-day basis, like I was eating very regularly. Like I grew up eating pretty healthily. I enjoyed cooking. It's like, like it's I like enjoyed. anorexic tendencies. 
Yeah, but it not, would be like, like actually, oh, I would go into a shame spiral and I'd yeah. be like, well, now I can't eat for three days, you know? Yeah, it's a form of punishment almost. Yeah, exactly. And like, and that stayed consistent. I mean, even in quarantine, like we've been talking mm. about the quarantine 15, but for me it was the opposite. It was like, oh, I went through, you know, a pretty traumatic like breakup at the beginning yeah. of quarantine and then I like starved myself for two weeks. Like, and it wasn't like I was trying to, it was just like, it's like this overwhelming response that I become like accustomed to. Yeah, exactly. Where it's like, oh, you weren't good enough, or you're not cute enough, so like yeah. now you're just not gonna eat. You know, it's always it's like that little voice in the back of your head that like is telling you what to do, even though you know like you probably shouldn't do that. But you're like, oh, okay. No, like, and you definitely shouldn't. Like you should eat. Like yes. if anything, like when you're having a hard time, like you should eat. Yes. (laughs) And you also shouldn't overeat. Like it's, it's, it really does come down to this balance and it's so unfortunate that like we've gotten into this place where it's like two very big extremes. Yeah. We're so obsessed with our bodies and it's like, we either overdo it and then we feel guilt and shame and Mm -hmm. like hate ourselves or we feel guilt and shame and we don't eat at all. And it's like this constant just cycle of unhealth when it's like really like why are we so concerned with our bodies anyway? Like, everybody is different. Like It, it honestly, it all go, comes back to, like, social media. Yeah. And, like, how... And just society in general. I think, yeah. like, this definitely was a problem before social media, too. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, it, especially, like, with social media now, too, and, like, constantly looking at, like, on Instagram, too. Yeah. You, like, see, like, all the models, and you see, well, like... you see everyone's highlight reel. The hi- Exactly. Yeah. You see everyone's, like most like wonderful like happiest moments basically like on instagram but also like all that is edited all that is like morphed all that isn't real like everything that's on instagram i want to say is fake not everything but like to to, like like, there are real people but like to to the extreme like a lot of it is fake i would say yeah when at the end of the day, like, what what really matters is, like, how you feel and, like, are you healthy? Are you taking care of yourself? Like, yeah, exactly. Like, you should be eating every day. There's not good or bad foods. There's not certain calorie amounts that you're supposed to be meeting or not meeting. No. Like, oh, my God. Calorie counters. Can we fucking yeah. talk about that? Oh, I went through that, too. Like, yeah. We were talking I, about I was going to say, I have my fitness app. Oh, God. I was like, I have a story with my fitness app. Let me tell oh, you. Oh, God. And it, it goes with another fucking summer program that I did. Yeah. So there was another summer program that I did in, it was during high school. So this was actually probably more dangerous than what my, the middle school program did to me. So in high school, and I remember it was my, it was my sophomore year and I did this program. And again, I was so excited. It was like the same thing. I got into this really amazing program. It was a college program and Mm -hmm. I was so excited and I was going to be learning from all these amazing, amazing teachers. Um, and I went through it, and I remember downloading the MyFitness app. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, like, I'm going to do really good. I'm going to, like, count my calories. I'm going to make sure I'm not overeating. I'm going to make sure, like, I'm exercising, like, this amount of days and just, like, be really fit before, you know, the, the summer ends. I was like, okay, I want to look, like, really good. That's, like, basically what my mindset was. So I'd be dancing for, like, six-plus hours mm-hmm. a day. Um and eating like less than 500 calories which is oh my god that's not healthy no i know (laughs) but i would literally i would count everything that i ate like on the my fitness app and then usually like on the app you can like put in like what your exercise was so like 
for that, like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't cancel out, like, any of, like, the calories. Mm -hmm. I would just count the calories. So usually, like, when you put that in, you could put in the exercise, and that cancels out, and it's like, oh, like, you have this many calories left to eat, like, for the day. So I wouldn't do that. I would, like, literally only limit myself to, like, 500 and, like, less, like, calories for the day, and then dance for six hours, and then work out on top of that. And then by the end of, it was like a two-week program as well for this one. By the end of the program, I lost 15 pounds. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so unhealthy. Yeah. I literally, I, I remember my mom and my dad picking me up from the program, and they, were, they literally were like, are you okay? Yeah. Because they literally saw, like, how, like, skinny I was. Because that's unsettling. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, I'm fine. Like, I was just dancing a lot. Like, obviously, like, like that was, like, I was like, I was just exercising a lot. Like, exercise is healthy. Yeah. I was like, this is healthy. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I didn't think anything was wrong. I was like, I'm being healthy. Like, you should be happy for me. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Like, just so, like, irritable because I was fucking hungry, like, all the fucking time. Yeah. So, that was, like, probably one of the most extremes was, like, after that program. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I briefly remember my parents, like, talking about, like, um, not, like, threatening but like mentioning like well like we feel like you're not being like healthy about this and just like kind of mentioning they're like well maybe like we should get like help for you Mm -hmm. and then that kind of like set me off and I was like I'm healthy like I don't know what the fuck you're talking about and like um and then that was like a whole another like spiral but I think like after that though too I did start to like work my way back up wake up call it was a little bit yeah like that because then I was like oh shit like I don't want to do that like that's not like what I want to happen like at all I was like I want I want to be able to dance like I want to still be able to like pursue this career and I can't do that if I'm like literally killing myself yeah no you have to eat and like have energy and be healthy yeah exactly well you know you ain't never starve around here (laughs) because This bitch is coming home from rehearsal even at like nine o'clock at night and I'm like, honey, I have dinner. <laughs> She's like, you want popcorn? You want chips? You want snacks? You want- <laughs> No, I'm out here with like a whole like no, yeah. meal half the salad. I'm like, oh don't worry, I made you some chicken with a side salad <laughs> and some mashed potatoes. <laughs> she said a side salad. <laughs> but no, didn't you say you also had the the My Fitness app as well? I did. Well, I very briefly had it. So for me, the My Fitness Pal, like it came into my life like when it was like I think it was even last summer when I was working out pretty consistently and I was doing this workout with one of my coworkers. The gladiator one? Yeah, the gladiator oh. one. And so me and my coworker were doing it together. And then a bunch of the other like coworkers that we had in our office all were getting into my fitness pal. And so we all had downloaded it and we were like, Oh, we'll like follow each other and cheer each other on. Aww. Which like it can be used in a healthy way, but for me like for me personally, like calorie counting and things like that, like even like weighing myself regularly has, it's I just can't, always I been, can't do it anymore. It's always been oh a slippery God. slope down yeah. into like a very unhealthy place. So for, for me now, like I don't count calories, I don't diet, I don't weigh myself, I don't do any of that. Like I just literally eat what I'm craving yeah. and I don't eat if I'm not hungry and yeah. I don't calorie count or anything like that. Like, do you know what's really bad? What? When, sorry, sorry to interrupt no, you. No, you're good. I, I, I went for, like, a doctor's checkup recently, and they weighed me. Yeah. I had to look away. I couldn't look. No, I do that, too. Yeah. I literally don't look, because especially because usually, I don't know where what it was like where you went, but usually they don't use the digital scale. Oh, they use the, it's like the, yeah, the so sliding like, one. I can't understand. <laughs> so I just, like, look 
up and I, I literally, yeah, I can't look at it anymore. And, uh, it's, yeah, I have a really, 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 really bad toxic relationship with the scale. So I, no, I, can't, me too. I can't do it. I can't do it either because especially, first of all, what I learned is like a lot of scales aren't even really that accurate every mm-hmm. time you use them. So I would literally get on a scale like one day after the next and it would be like sometimes like a five pound difference. And yeah, I'm like, I know it's crazy. Five pounds You're like, is this you know? water weight? I'm like, what, what is no, this? No, it's just like super inconsistent. So I just yeah. don't do it anymore because it just fucks with you and it's not healthy. And like, you know, if you look good and feel good, like, yeah you, you know and that's the most important thing overall is if you and feel if you're good healthy, you look good no matter what like yeah. it doesn't matter what your body type looks like like everyone is different and that's totally okay I think something I even had to get used to for the longest time was like I have like like and, and this is something I've been insecure about my whole life like I tend to like be I'm really like you've seen me like I have very like slender limbs like I have like a you're long, so cute I have like long thin legs and arms and like even like long fingers and stuff but like I gain like most of my weight and like or I hold most of my weight in my in my stomach. I feel like that's for a lot of women, though, too. No, it's Because common. we're supposed to fucking give birth. Exactly. No, so I've literally just learned this this year, though. It's something I've been insecure about my entire life that I, like, have, like, a little extra pudge on my tummy. I'm like, mm. the reason that women have that specifically is because we have extra organs there yeah. that have to be protected so that we can literally hold a child. Yeah. Like, it's that's like the lower the lower belly specifically. Yeah, that's yeah. why it's harder for women to get abs too, yeah. like visible abs, is because Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> it's because literally we have extra cushion there because we have a uterus. Like extra, extra cushion for the bush. But I feel like <laughs> Sorry. Once I started looking at it that way, I was like, oh my god, there's nothing gross about this. This is literally what my body is designed to do. Like mm-hmm. I am such a strong person that I can create a human inside me. Like yeah. that is something my body is capable of doing. And that's why I have a little extra pudge on my stomach, you know? Like Yeah, so take that. <laughs> yes, take that mint. <laughs> I did once have a man, I think this was actually India's little brother and you're oh, listening <laughs> maybe you remember this conversation we were in her car one night with her little brother and he was telling us that he's jealous of the fact that women get to bear children like because whoa men, really because men will never get to experience that kind of connection honestly i don't even know if i want to experience that no he was saying like as a man i'll never experience that kind of connection with my child Aww. like i mean like, that's, that's kind of sweet yeah honestly. like it's a very intimate thing but yeah. anyway that's a side note but also like <laughs> but i was like yeah women are badass like, i mean yeah cool that we get to do that you know also if that's you want terrifying. you don't have to <laughs> it's fucking terrifying there's a a whole human coming out of your fucking vagina <laughs> Like, what the hell? Talk about body disorder. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. You're going to be feeling some type of way when you're wearing a diaper for the next six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ. Man. Anyway, that's a topic for another day, but. <laughs> uh, and that's on body dysmorphia. <laughs> that's on body dysmorphia. <laughs> wow. Anyway, about my fitness spell. <laughs> for me, I just didn't really get that into it, to be honest. Like, yeah. I used it for a couple weeks because my coworkers were using it, but then it just, like, it just honestly became more of a deterrent than anything because if I, like, missed mm. a workout or if I, like, if I, like, went out for drinks one night, like, drinks rack up so many calories. Oh, like, whoa. Yeah, that yeah. was – that's why I didn't drink for the longest time. I yeah. didn't drink until college because I was so afraid I was going to gain weight from drinking. Well, first of all, that's, like, legally correct. So. I mean, I mean, yeah, but – But, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you didn't drink when you were 16? Fucking loser. <laughs> You know what I mean. You all know what I mean. No, no, we all know. But, <laughs> shit. 
but no, no, I, I feel you. Like, and that's what, that's why like my fitness pal, like for me, it was just, I think especially when I had it, which was like last summer, which is when I was still like reeling from a divorce. Like mm. I just did not have extra space in my brain for anything else that was causing shame. So like having that app, it's like if I went out one weekend to like grab drinks with a friend or like went on a date or like ate a little cake one night or whatever, yeah. I'd like suddenly feel so guilty. I was like, oh, oh my I went God, over yeah. on my calories and like, I didn't like it. So I just deleted it to be honest. Cause yeah, I just I, didn't even want to fall down the rabbit hole. Like I knew it was going to be bad for me. It didn't really feel that great having it, but I know for some people, some people they, do have success with it. Yeah. I won't like completely well, bash it. But. What's interesting, it's ironic, like, from what we were talking about earlier, because the whole reason I initially got into my fitness style is because I saw a BuzzFeed interview oh. with a professional ballerina, and she <laughs> was talking about Fuck. how, for her, like, and she seemed very healthy and normal, yeah. like, she ate, like, very normal amounts of food and stuff, but she was talking about for her, like, when she's training for ballet, which, of course, like, they're all very, very small yeah like she was saying for her like calorie counting it like kind of runs in the background of her brain and she doesn't it doesn't like take up the forefront of her mind she doesn't have to overthink it like it's just Mm kind of like oh I count up what I've been eating and then I work out to accommodate it and it's like fine for her which great like if you're a ballerina like and you're a professional like she's dancing you know like eight hours a day yeah so like it's very easy for her to accommodate that lifestyle yeah it's like it's the rehearsals and then like plus the shows like in the same night yeah like her eight hours of dance burned enough calories for her to like eat whatever she wanted all day long you know like yeah and she didn't have to like do another workout or anything but like for me it was just like this doesn't run mindlessly in the back of my head Mm. this is like something I'm overthinking yeah and like I can't just like let loose and have fun and like feel good about myself so I had to get rid of it but that's kind of been my philosophy. Like, in the last couple of years, I feel like I've really changed my relationship with my body and with food. And I just kind of, I don't even allow myself to, like, entertain the bullshit at this point. Yeah. It's like, if I notice that something in my life is giving me, like, food anxiety or, mm. like, making me feel insecure about my body, I'm just like, well, I'm just going to get rid of that thing because yeah. I don't have time for it. So that's why I don't diet. I don't have a scale anymore. I don't do any of that stuff because yeah. it's just too overwhelming, I feel. Yeah. I know with me too, like now I'm definitely like in a lot, like a, in a healthier place, like for sure. <laughs> I don't know if y'all can hear my dog literally barking in the background. <laughs> she wants to play really bad. Aww. Um, well, I know with me, like too specifically, I'm in like in a lot better, like healthier place now too because usually like I would use like exercise almost like as a form of punishment like when mm-hmm. I like if I did like overeat or if I ate like sweets I would be like okay well now I have to run like this many miles to like cancel out like the amount of calories that I ate now I'm like okay like just like exercise because like you like to exercise yeah and then if you don't exercise like one day like it's okay like I used to literally freak out if I didn't exercise like every single day mm-hmm. but now like if I take a break sometimes I'll still like it's still kind of in the back of my head like not gonna lie Mm -hmm. but like now I definitely give myself like a lot more grace than what I used to do like when I was younger because you know like you live you learn and like you see like your past mistakes and you're like okay like I need to be like nicer to myself now you also like live with me who never works out so you can always like (laughs) you know you're like don't work out beach hang out with me 
I'm literally over here like, my goal is to work out twice a week. <laughs> and you're like, I have to go every fucking day or I'm going to die. <laughs> but yeah, I'm definitely a lot better now, so that's good. <laughs> I will say Lex tries to get me to work out with her all the time. I do, yeah. And just for I, fun. I did the one time and Yo, I was sore yeah. for a week. This bitch, she, she doesn't play around. <laughs> she works out. I said, oh yeah, let me work out with my professional dancer roommate. It'll be totally casual. I get no. I get really competitive when it no, comes to exercise. No, I know. Literally the whole time I was like, oh, what's this move? And you were like, you don't know this one? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> like the push-up competition that one that. time I literally kept going I was like I was sitting here like dang I can do like five girl push-ups in a row like <laughs> no I get so competitive I don't know what it is but I'm literally like I need to show that I'm the fucking strongest one here <laughs> no I mean I'm thankful for that because I feel so safe with you like I know you can beat anyone else. I will beat a bitch up let me tell no, you no I know that's <laughs> and she has it's <laughs> <laughs> a story for another time but no, I um, literally, I was not okay after our workout, so I just like can't. That, that one was a rough one, though. That it one was. was rough. I feel like if I did one of like your normal workouts with you, it would be fine. It wouldn't be as bad, yeah. That one was like, I was feeling like extra aggressive that No, day. I remember, I was hyped up too. That was the day where we both were like, we need to take out some Yeah, we were like, we need to punch things. We were like, okay. And then we did a boxing workout, and I wasn't the same. Oh, after. it was so fun. It was so fun. It was so fun. It really was, but I was not okay. Yeah, I wasn't either. <laughs> you were okay after a couple days, though. I Yeah, I it was a couple days of recovery, and I was good. I was, like, five days later, like, oh, I still can't lift my arm. <laughs> but you know what? Give me, like, a few weeks, and I'm going to be right back at it. Yes, like, be. It's so She fine. said, how I did my first workout today. I'll check in with you guys next yes. week and let you know how it's, how it's going. I'm probably going to be really sore. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, though. It's I honestly, I like the feeling of being sore, honestly. No, I do too. It's actually nice. Like, yeah, because then you feel like kind you kind of feel like, like oh, accomplished. Oh, I did that. Like, I yeah, did, you feel accomplished. You're like, yeah. oh, like fuck, like I'm making my body stronger. Like, yeah, that's, that's like how I think about it now. I just honestly can't wait until things open up a little bit more normally again because I do miss going to workout classes. Like, we need to go to Berries together. I I love fucking love Berries. It. it literally combines and my two favorite things. they have a little juice things. bar after. Oh, it's so good. It's I'm so like, fucking good. You're offering me a fun workout and free food? Like, yes. my two faves Oh, here. Ooh, my well, favorite, it's not free food, but you know what no, I mean. No, yeah. My favorite, it's accessible. My favorite, like, protein shake that they do is, like, the like the mint chocolate chip. Yes. Ooh, no, that's ooh, the best ooh, one. Ooh, that's so, ooh, oh, that's it's so, so good. good. It's so fucking good. That's what I want to do. I want to go to Berries. I also want, I miss yoga. I miss going to yoga classes. Do you like hot yoga? I love oh. hot, oh. We need to go hot yoga together. I love hot yoga. Yeah. It's Come on, so world, relaxing. reopen up. Please. <laughs> New York, please. Also they cycling, up, too. They opened up the regular gyms, and I don't know why they, they won't open up the boutiques. I know. I saw an article about it. I think it's because they're it. closer to, like, they're closer no, together. No, but I saw an article about it, and, like, it's literally scientifically proven that boutiques like boutique workouts are safer because you have your own equipment and they can like force you to social distance with like your own stations. Interesting. Versus like an open gym where everyone can just go everywhere and is like passing each other and touching the same weights hmm. and stuff. 
Well, I know, I know Soul Cycle is open, but it's only it's at outdoors. It's Hudson Yards, and it's out. It's like on the roof. Yeah, which I is like kind of cool. They're not going to last much longer though, because it's supposed no, to be cold. No, it's going to get cold unless they do like heaters outside. Like it's what they're going to do with like the outdoor in New York dining. This week. It has been. It's, it's been, been so nice. weirdly beautiful. Like so. Like nice. in the seventies. I wore a tank top today. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I wore a crop top to work. I was you like, wore oh, shorts shit. the other day. I wore biker shorts the other day. Yeah. I was like, what is this? And here I am Global with nowhere warming. to go. <laughs> That's on global warming. And then Biden won this weekend, and everyone, oh! was, everyone was outside that day, and it was yeah. a beautiful fucking day. Wow. See, was, there's yeah. been a couple highlights. Wait, yeah, there's yeah. been highlights this week. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope this talk wasn't too upsetting for anyone. We, and I, I hope it's it's also, like, eye-opening as well. Yeah, it's, like, like, relatable and something that we all go through. But also, love your body, guys. Like, yeah. It's, if you if you feel the way that we have felt in the past and still, still I would say, still feel, like, sometimes. Oh, it's definitely, like, still comes it's up. Still it's comes still comes. It, it's yeah. still in the back of your head. Like, I, for girls, too, especially, like, I feel like it, it will always, for the rest of your life, be in the back of your head. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully not always. Like, you, the hope is that we grow and heal and change. Yeah. But, like... Yeah, it's definitely something that lingers. It's still something like, that we it's we think about. Yeah. yeah, I know. Like for me personally, I can I can say I always still think about it. Yeah, it definitely comes up for me from time to time too. I try to like reshift my focus, but yeah, I definitely know. Like especially now, like being single again, I'm like, oh yeah. man. I know. Yeah, that's always like a new aspect of it as well. Yeah, it, it, it can also bring up like new feelings of. It's like, okay, that. we're hitting our late 20s, live. Like, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's fine. Just be gentle with yourself, guys. Yeah, take care of yourself, love yourself. Your body is normal. Yes. All bodies are normal. It is normal to have fat on your body. Yes. There is nothing to be ashamed of that. I saw this girl. You know what? Actually, here's a couple quick recommendations if you need body Ooh. positive people to follow do it, do it, on do the it. internet. So, my favorite on Instagram is The Bird's Papaya. Mm. Love her. She's so authentic and real. She's a mom. And she, like, literally straight up, like, posts pictures of, like, her cellulite and, Mm. like, her extra skin, like, from where she's lost weight or, like, had kids and stuff like that. And I'm just like, that's totally natural and normal. And she, like, has a lot of really great things to say about just, like, being authentic and being who you are. And then on TikTok and Instagram, I also follow Come on, TikTok. Brittany, <laughs> Brittany Lancaster. Oh, she I love is her. I love her. I love her. She's so real, mm-hmm. so authentic. She like struggled with an eating disorder when she was younger and now yeah. she like uses her story and her experience to like talk to other girls and, and boys about just their bodies and like appreciating who they are. And then also Lime Dime Mermaid love her and that's what I was gonna bring up she says this thing that I love so much she literally like got on TikTok one day and she was like you're not fat silly you have fat on your body she was like you have toes but you're not toes oh I love that (laughs) I love that it's like yeah we have fat on our body it's a normal thing to have attached to your body literally Mm. you know what Makes this this ass so juicy, fat. I'm, I'm t- you know what makes you got big boobs? Fat. <laughs> like, say it louder for the people in the back. Fat. That fat is doing you some favors. Oh <laughs> so um, embrace it, own it. It's natural. It's okay. And you're beautiful no matter what. Yes. 
And we love you guys. And we love you guys. And then also, too, remember to follow <laughs> us on Proceed with Cushion Pod on Instagram, Instagram and TikTok. We just added a new TikTok if you guys haven't seen it yet. So go check it we out. We did. We got drunk. <laughs> we did. We did. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was quite a time. It was a good time. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. But, yeah. But anyway, we'll see you guys next week. And love you so much. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.